Today on the Just Read Podcast, we'll read 2 Samuel chapters 3 and 4. Saul's son Ishbosheth and David are both fighting for the throne. Ishbosheth's armies are led by Abner, while David's forces are led by Joab. Let's read 2 Samuel chapters 3 and 4. Now there was a long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. And David grew steadily stronger, but the house of Saul grew weaker continually. Sons were born to David at Hebron. His firstborn was Amnon by Ahinoam the Jezreelitess, and his second, Kiliab by Abigail the widow of Nabal the Carmelite, and his third, Absalom the son of Maacah, the daughter of Talmai king of Geshur, and the fourth, Adonijah the son of Hagith, and the fifth, Shephatiah the son of Abital, and the sixth, Ithriam, by David's wife Eglah. These were born to David at Hebron. It came about while there was war between the house of Saul and the house of David, that Abner was making himself strong in the house of Saul. Now Saul had a concubine whose name was Rizpah, the daughter of Ayah. And Ishbosheth said to Abner, Why have you gone into my father's concubine? Then Abner was very angry over the words of Ishbosheth and said, Am I a dog's head that belongs to Judah? Today I show kindness to the house of Saul your father, to his brothers and to his friends, and have not delivered you into the hands of David. And yet today you charge me with a guilt concerning the woman. May God do so to Abner and more also, if as the Lord has sworn to David I do not accomplish this for him to transfer the kingdom from the house of Saul and to establish the throne of David over Israel and over Judah, from Dan even to Beershaba. And he could no longer answer Abner a word, because he was afraid of him. Then Abner sent messengers to David in his place, saying, Whose is the land? Make your covenant with me, and behold, my hand shall be with you to bring all Israel over to you. He said, Good, I will make a covenant with you, but I demand one thing of you. Namely, you shall not see my face unless you first bring Michal, Saul's daughter, when you come to see me. So David sent messengers to Ishbosheth, Saul's son, saying, Give me my wife Michal, to whom I was betrothed for a hundred foreskins of the Philistines. Ishbosheth sent and took her from her husband, from Paltiel, the son of Laish. But her husband went with her weeping as he went, and followed her as far as Bahurim. Then Abner said to him, Go, return. So he returned. Now Abner had consultation with the elders of Israel, saying, In times past you were seeking for David to be king over you. Now then, do it. For the Lord has spoken of David, saying, By the hand of my servant David I will save my people Israel from the hand of the Philistines and from the hand of all their enemies. Abner also spoke in the hearing of Benjamin, and in addition Abner went to speak in the hearing of David in Hebron all that seemed good to Israel and to the whole house of Benjamin. Then Abner and twenty men with him came to David at Hebron, and David made a feast for Abner and the men who were with him. Abner said to David, Let me arise and go and gather all Israel to my lord the king, that they may make a covenant with you, and that you may be king over all that your soul desires. So David sent Abner away, and he went in peace. And behold, 
The servants of David and Joab came from a raid and brought much spoil with them. But Abner was not with David in Hebron, for he had sent him away, and he had gone in peace. When Joab and all the army that was with him arrived, they told Joab, saying, Abner the son of Ner came to the king, and he has sent him away, and he has gone in peace. Then Joab came to the king and said, What have you done? Behold, Abner came to you. Why then have you sent him away, and he is already gone? You know Abner the son of Ner, that he came to deceive you, and to learn of your going out and coming in, and to find out all that you are doing. When Joab came out from David, he sent messengers after Abner, and they brought him back from the well of Sirah. But David did not know it. So when Abner returned to Hebron, Joab took him aside into the middle of the gate to speak with him privately, and there he struck him in the belly so that he died on account of the blood of Asahel his brother. Afterward, when David heard it, he said, I and my kingdom are innocent before the Lord forever of the blood of Abner the son of Ner. May it fall on the head of Joab and on all his father's house, and may there not fail from the house of Joab one who has a discharge, or who is a leper, or who takes hold of a distaff, or who falls by the sword, or who lacks bread. So Joab and Abishai his brother killed Abner, because he had put their brother Asahel to death in the battle at Gibeon. Then David said to Joab and to all the people who were with him, Tear your clothes and gird on sackcloth and lament before Abner. And King David walked behind the bier. Thus they buried Abner in Hebron, and the king lifted up his voice and wept at the grave of Abner, and all the people wept. The king chanted a lament for Abner and said, Should Abner die as a fool dies? Your hands were not bound, nor your feet put in fetters. As one falls before the wicked, you have fallen. And all the people wept again over him. Then all the people came to persuade David to eat bread while it was still day. But David vowed, saying, May God do so to me and more also, if I taste bread or anything else before the sun goes down. Now all the people took note of it, and it pleased them, just as everything the king did pleased all the people. So all the people and all Israel understood that day that it had not been the will of the king to put Abner the son of Ner to death. Then the king said to his servants, Do you not know that a prince and a great man has fallen this day in Israel? I am weak today, though anointed king, and these men, the son of Zeruiah, are too difficult for me. May the Lord repay the evildoer according to his evil. Now when Ishbosheth, Saul's son, heard that Abner had died in Hebron, he lost courage, and all Israel was disturbed. Saul's son had two men who were commanders of bands. The name of the one was Baanah, and the name of the other Rechab, sons of Ramon the Baerathite, of the sons of Benjamin, for Baeroth is also considered part of Benjamin, and the Baerathites fled to Gitaim and have been aliens there until this day. Now Jonathan, Saul's son, had a son crippled in his feet. He was five years old when the report of Saul and Jonathan came from Jezreel, and his nurse took him up and fled. And it happened that in her hurry to flee, he fell and became lame, and his name was Mephibosheth. So the sons of Ramon the Baerathite, Rechab and Baanah, departed and came to the house of Ishbosheth in the heat of the day while he was taking his midday rest. 
They came to the middle of the house as if to get wheat, and they struck him in the belly. And Rechab and Ba'anah his brother escaped. Now when they came into the house as he was lying on his bed in his bedroom, they struck him and killed him and beheaded him. And they took his head and traveled by way of the Arabah all night. Then they brought the head of Ishbosheth to David at Hebron and said to the king, Behold, the head of Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, your enemy who sought your life. Thus the Lord has given my lord the king vengeance this day on Saul and his descendants. David answered Rechab and Ba'anah his brother, sons of Ramon the Arathite, and said to them, As the Lord lives who has redeemed my life from all distress, when one told me, saying, Behold, Saul is dead, and thought he was bringing good news, I seized him and killed him in Ziklag, which was the reward I gave him for his news. How much more, when wicked men have killed a righteous man in his own house and on his bed, shall I not require his blood from your hand and destroy you from the earth? Then David commanded the young men, and they killed them and cut off their hands and feet and hung them up beside the pool in Hebron. But they took the head of Ishbosheth and buried it in the grave of Abner in Hebron. That was Second Samuel chapters 3 and 4. David gained a political and military advantage over Ishbosheth when Abner switched to David's side of the conflict. Eventually, Ishbosheth died. True to form, David mourned for Ishbosheth while punishing the men who killed him. Thank you for reading with me.